All right, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Food Fitness Family. It is me, Body Shop Poppy. Uh, I'm also Blank Slate Fitness. If you are a first time listening, we have Mr. Beautiful, Mr. Thriving Lives Fitness, Marcus Gates. How are you doing today, Marcus? Wonderful, man. It's 7 a.m. It's way better than 6 a.m. And then we have, who do we have today? We have a special guest. And, you know, a guy like this just makes you want to wake the fuck up in the morning and get a big, yeah. So, John, how are you today? Huge. Yeah. I got the, I got the wake the F up, too. I already know, I already know he did uh, it. That's the, that's the other thing I didn't talk about. Like, I got it on my nightstand. So, like, as soon as I take my CPAP off, the first thing I do is I take a big <laughs> Florida smelling salt. And I go, yeah. And I get on my trip. I put on my, I put on my. I put on my my I put on my 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 uh my what do you call these my shorts? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you call these things? <laughs> these legless pants that I wear. Yeah, so, that's it. I love the. the uh, thing you're doing more is putting your pants. <laughs> I love the gold stringer too. This is classic. This is actually from. So you were talking about like. There was a point I just went and I traveled everywhere. Like, and when I was traveling, like, this is kind of like, I mean, it was before I launched my pre, it was really when I started, like, in 2016, I got, like, super into, into, like, I was already obsessed with bodybuilding, but I became, like, fully immersed with bodybuilding. I, and uh, my friend Lucas and my friend Ryan, Lucas has been an online trainer for a long time, one of my friends, and my friend Ryan, like we started traveling to different gyms and um Gold's Gym Venice was, was one of the ones that Yeah, fuck yeah. Of course. Like we, we we had like a setup though before before COVID happened. We'd go to we'd stay in this little place at the canal and we'd walk to Gold's Gym Venice and we'd go to the comedy store and we'd go we go uh we do all kinds of stuff. We go to the Dude, I love the, the comedy store. I go there every time I go to LA. Well, it's gone now, in, it's in not even the same thing. Now you gotta go to Texas, <laughs> Steve Rogan. <laughs> And then we'd we'd go we'd go to the it was the Staples Center now it's the crypto yeah. crypto crypto dome yeah some good times I got, we're actually yeah. at the I got to check out the train with Charles Glass a few times that was really cool that's great yeah it's always that's cool really seeing him out there <laughs> it's different man it's like well yeah it's like well the first time I trained with him actually like one of my friends had like surprised me with it it's like, she's like hey will you come to the gym at six o'clock in the morning are you out of your freaking mind like what are you like what are you doing at Gold's gym at six o'clock? I had no idea. She's yeah. like, the next thing I show up, I'm wearing out with Charles Glass. I'm like, okay, well, this is like That's one of the best like surprise presents yeah. a woman's ever given me in my life. Yeah. Robbie Robinson's always out there training with his fucking full on glasses on, just like in his own <laughs> zone. It's so, it's so, so it's so awesome to watch. Well, you got like well, your whole characters. You have those two brothers too. Those two like like what do you call them? There's two brothers. There's like yeah. There's like a whole gold gym like um, mafia. Mafia, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they're all known for it, but it's cool. Well, before uh, we get rolling too deep, we let's uh, you know, we'll kind of go over our, our last seven days. John, we'd like to go over our last seven days to kind of like it's a way for us to kind of like I don't say vents, but keep people up on like what we're doing, what we have coming down the pipeline, things like that. Uh, so Marcus, you want to roll with that? Oh, first of all, was my entrance better because I didn't want to mess it up? Is that okay? I'll work on it for you. That was fucking perfect, yeah. Um, <laughs> No, anyways, uh, last seven days were good. Last week was a very, very busy week client-wise. I think I signed up like seven news, so I had like right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was just cranking them out. Uh, so that was all good stuff, and then that kind of paved the way for a, a, a smooth Monday and Tuesday, fireworks and all that good stuff. Um, that's about it, though. 
next seven days, I don't really have a whole lot going on. Dude, that's what's up, man. I uh, I actually signed three last week, so it's it was nice that I'm I'm kind of like back on my game. Uh, now that the gym's open, I can I have a little more. I don't want to say free time, but I have time to focus more on my coaching and you know put out more content. And it's not a uh, you know coaching is not all about content and putting it out, but it's like. I see, I mean, as much as you, like, the more I put out, the more I see come back. So it's like I'm just trying to be on that. Uh, I also started some more more new morning routines. So I've been waking up pretty early. Uh, I just feel like I'm not doing enough to be successful, and I'm not pushing hard enough. Uh, and sometimes I'm just running out of time in my day. So one thing I've started doing was I started waking up 90 minutes earlier. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get, like, 3,700 steps in before. I'm trying to get my reading done. I'm trying to get my social media Posts like ready for the day before my family wakes up so I can start working and, and have that time. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. I started uh, Relentless this morning and then I started. Yeah, in, yeah I, I haven't read it, so I'm really excited about it. And then I just started I read a it book. 12 times. Jesus, I, I'm already pretty into it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just started reading a book called uh, Keto Flex. So I'm actually about to start a keto diet myself. Uh, I've always talked mad shit about keto dieting, but it's because I think there's people think they're just keto by going low carb and they don't understand it, or they're just eating pounds of sour cream and cheese. And it's just like, I want to go about things the right way. And a lot of times with clients, there are times where I need to implement something like this. So I just want to better understand it. And I would rather guinea pig myself than guinea pig a client. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week. We're trying to re finish rehoming our dog. Um, I have one guy I'm going to tonight, so hopefully that goes well because it has not gone well so far. Because the baby will be here soon, and then shit. By the time this comes out, will be Monday. So if you guys are not at the Body Shop Grand Opening in oh, Lee yeah. Summit this coming Saturday, I'm, you're just a loser. I don't. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, you're just you're just gonna be a loser. So we're gonna have a ton of people out there. Um, John, you can't come right because you're. There's so much stuff going on in Kansas City right now. It's crazy. We have the Body Shop Grand Opening. Next week is the S2 Barbecue and the Missouri State Championships for bodybuilding. Then we have the the, the WPA uh, World Championship, ABA, WPA, I'm saying it wrong, Clef Strong (laughs) Powerlifting World Championships and Blue Springs Fitness. Um, There's a lot of like, like, cool like local big stuff for bodybuilder powerlifting and just fitness in general right now yeah there's like four like four of our employees are are they have a powerlifting meet uh the same days as s2 barbecue in wichita and i i really wanted to go to support them but god it's like so close to the due date that i just don't feel comfortable being like three hours away Mm -hmm. um so we're gonna stay here and uh body shop is going to be sponsoring the bench press contest at the barbecue cool um so we'll be there. But, John, you should come out, put it on your calendar. I think it's uh, November 18th, uh, Veterans Day weekend. We're Body Shop Lee Summit. Is already there. I talked to Matt. Okay. Hell yeah. Good, yeah, it's good. already on my calendar, yeah. Good deal. So, well, uh, I've talked a lot. So, John, how uh, how's your last seven days been? Dude, my last seven days has been great. I just, like, it's, I guess, like, right now, it's just, like, is it ever enough? You know what I'm saying? But I feel like. I feel like, uh, well, really, like the last month is like I've been so focused on yep and growing the business, and and I love that. And actually talking to you guys right now about like signing up clients, like man, I'd love to hear about some of your just crazy conversations you've had with people because I've been talking to more 
the more clients and man, like the more I get into it again, I just feel like some of these people that like, I've heard some crazy, like just coaching stories where people just got yeah. the guy that told me uh, a coach signed him up and he was paying $515 a month. And that was supposed to include uh, drugs, coaching, and a meal plan, and he never got oh, anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he paid him for three. And he paid him for three months. I'm like, you oh paid the guy fifteen hundred dollars again? Like, how does that like? How That's does that crazy. happen? Like, yeah. So, man, like, I think there's like there's a ton of opportunity right now. I feel like the coaching space has just got so clogged down, and like right now, it's like, it's like just so many people just trying to make money instead of actually trying to coach people. It's kind of getting out yeah. of control. Yeah. Three three of my favorites have been I had one guy and what's un what's unfortunate about this is that these are all local people and so I'm not I'm gonna leave names out but like yeah. one was five hundred dollars a month and he made him be vegan and he didn't want to be vegan and he <laughs> paid him for like he paid him for like six months up front so he hated that another one paid for three months up front said he didn't want to run a certain uh, chemical compound that is very harsh uh, starts with T and ends with Ren. <laughs> and uh Green! his his first plan had about a gram on it um so that was exciting and then the last one was these guys are i i've actually met two people and they were prepping they were like 12 weeks out doing two hours of cardio and i was like well what what is your meal plan like and they're like well i just eat calories it's like what do you mean they're like well i have a, my coach tells me i have to hit a certain number of protein and then I just fill in the rest of the calories with whatever I want. And they're, they're paying this guy like four or 500 bucks a month. Jesus. And I, and then they come to me and they get what they get from like someone like me or Marcus, uh, John, I'm sure you're pretty similar. I, I haven't seen your stuff, but it's like for two fifty a month. And they're like, Oh my God, I hit the lottery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's crazy. How, how, how do those cats even sell a $500 program to Man, I don't, not have anything to back it up? Like, Dude, like, I, that conversation I think some like? I think some of these people are naive and, and and a lot of these guys are good talkers and it's like I probably I would say half my clients that I get are I don't want to say they're broken but like they come from another coach and have a very bad experience and it's like they find me and it's like I'm like fixing their problems and it's like oh it's like a breath of fresh air I don't know yeah. if you guys run into that but it's oh, like yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really scary and I I think now with social media it'll it's going to start to come out more and these coaches don't last as long. But I think sometimes a lot of people are, and I'm the same way. I don't like to just start drama, but dude, sometimes people just got to be called out. And it's like, especially, have you guys seen Goobu, his channel? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know who that is. So this guy, you, dude, you you've got, probably you seen his reels you. on Instagram. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. So he does nothing but call out shit influencers for like Photoshopping or ripping people off, scamming people money. Like, bad like coaches dude, it's there. like, and he used to be a lawyer. So it's like he fucking oh, oh. digs on these people. He, he just, finds he, out a lot he of just, shit. He just went out on like a on Michael Hearn, like editing his pictures. And, yeah, and, and, like, and, no like, whole, like, like big time people. Yeah, yeah. So he's a lot of fun. It's like I think Ben Simmons, the basketball player, like editing some pics, and he found yeah, it. It yeah, yeah. So it's like one of my biggest fears would be like to end up on Goob's page. But it's like if you just conduct yourself and and yeah. be good with people, yeah. It's it's not hard. Like coaching yeah. really isn't hard. You just have to be a decent person and it like want to actually help them instead of just taking the money. Yeah. Yeah. Or like just like some of the basic things. It was like this guy, like I just started working with this guy named Tony. He's doing a Texas Cup. He'll probably be like a bantam weight, like so real small guy. 
you know, there was he nobody really wanted to work with him because the only one to run TRT to do the Texas Cup. But I mean, he's a bantam weight and he's going to come in lean. He's already not. He's not. He's not in terrible shape like where he's where he's starting out at. Um, but like, like I'm like, hey, like send me check-in pictures. Like, and the guy just sends me pictures like hunched over, and I'm like, bro, I'm like, like this is like a posing session right now. Yeah. Like, you know, every yeah. week, like you should be sending me your mandatories and your in <laughs> your quarter turns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, what do you like? And he's like, oh, I never thought of it like that. I'm like, well, yeah, every every check-in, you're essentially, and then I can actually, that's what you're being like judged on. Had he ever so, competed like, before? Yeah, he's competed before, actually. Yeah, what the fuck? He's, yeah. Never, oh, wow. he's, he's actually done well. I mean, the bantamweight yeah. class, I feel like in a lot of shows, isn't like insanely competitive until you yeah. get. Well, like, and they're probably a welter because a lot of shows don't even have the bantam class, and unless. Yeah. But yeah, man, you know it's really sad, and you know there, and I, and I'm John. I, I'm sure you know a lot of people who, especially local. There are some local coaches that I know of, and listen, I'm not perfect. I don't think I know everything, but I think I'm pretty decent at what I do, and it's like. PEDs are just pushed on so many people and it, it's really sad. And like, if you're a coach and you're just like pushing PEDs on people that just like tells me right away, you don't know what you're doing and you're using the PEDs to like, to, to fix that. You know what I mean? I think, it's like, I think it should be the client's choice. I mean, they like, they, it, it, it should be, it should be. Yeah. It should yeah. be. I, I've talked to more people out of PEDs than I put on PEDs and it's like, yeah. I know I had a girl come to me not too long ago. And the reason she left her last coach is because she was adamant she wanted to stay natural and they gave her a fat burner and lo and behold, it was Clint. So now she can't even compete in the natural oh, things. And she, and she didn't know what it was. They just told her it was a fat burner. That sucks. Good. One sec. We got a visitor. I'm here. What's up, bro? Say what's up. What's up? Are you, are you huge? Mm -hmm. Show me your muscles. Can you give me a flex? Ooh. Oh, oh. oh what did so you, you eat for breakfast this morning? Eggs. Eggs. Nice. Did you get a, did you get a sufficient amount of protein and carbohydrates out of your breakfast? <laughs> can you <the> say, <laughs> yep. 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 Watch cartoons, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye, bro. I'll, uh, well, let's get back on track since we just had let's a bash. Let's fucking do uh, it. So our guest today is John. John, who people who don't know, John owns Yep Strength. So they are a locally owned Kansas City uh, supplement company. But John, I met John probably six months ago-ish. Longer uh, than that. Was it? And yeah. Wow. And he's quickly yeah. become one of my favorite people. Uh, and, you know, in fitness, I don't think you meet a lot of genuine people. Unfortunately, it's it's one of those industries. Uh, and John is just, he's very driven. He's focused. Uh, he's had a, a crazy life. And it's just like, I think we mesh because people who just grind, like, it, it's hard not to want to be friends with those people. So, yeah. um, dude. Thank you. So where, you know, tell us about John. You know, how did... You know, at one point you get out of high school and then where does it start, man? I know it, it, I know it wasn't always ammonia sniffs and pre-workout in the morning. No, my, I mean, my, well, my first, I guess what I got to thinking about, like, really is like, what was my, my first, what I really, I got to a point in my life in 2016 where I thought about like what I really loved, you know, and, and going back to that, like, you know, it's always been weightlifting and bodybuilding just earlier on i was I've what made found... you how did you find bodybuilding like what made you fall in love with it like i know mine i used to like 
see the the flex and the muscular development magazines like when i would go to back in the day when you could go to like the magazine aisle at the store you know what i mean what was like what was your switch when you were younger that like kind of drew you to that was it like a because mine was a picture of kai green and old muscle meds ad uh of him biting the steak with and rack yeah, like that seven one, plates yeah. you know what i mean it's like we all have an image burning in our mind that kind of got us there like what was yours arnold's encyclopedia modern bodybuilding my dad okay. had, my my I had just moved in with my dad when my parents were separated and uh, he was, he, he, he was working for a steel company and he got laid off from his job because they closed it down and uh, he could have gone to North Carolina and transferred, but he didn't, he stayed here and uh, he, he had brought me home that book. And I just, I, I read that thing just like religiously cover to cover and I got, that's really what got me into nutrition, honestly. Like, like, like that's what really got me up like thinking about like, okay, like there's like something behind this, like, you know, and started to give me an understanding of it. Then, then I just started meeting people. Like the first uh, two bodybuilders I met was Paul and Eugene. I mean, Paul White's still around. He was at that point competing, competing at the national level. He was like a really high up middleweight, but we're talking like, early 2000s you know was, I was this was this in oregon or because this, this is in missouri oh, okay. this is like this is like during the 24-hour fitness period like 24 okay. fitness just opened um you had world's gym that bought got bought out by club seven and then club seven got bought out you know so this is like going Man, back that's it, a ways ago point, yeah one point robert Wichman, tim lutz and Brandon Cass were all in the same gym. Oh, that's wild. Jesus. How crazy is that? Yeah, all three of them were, were in the same gym. They were in that world's gym. And I happened to just walk in and, and meet all of them, become friends with them. You know, um, Cass had taught me a lot about uh, powerlifting and I just specifically deadlift. Um, before Cass and before going over there, I'd also met uh a couple of powerlifters uh keith parish that was like how i kind of started to learn about equipped lifting um and really specifically like some stuff around bench press i met them earlier on um so here i am like as a kid i'm like wrestling and like you know getting into powerlifting like and getting into bodybuilding but i'm good at wrestling right but i'm doing these other things and like like literally like like and you we talk about my sleep schedule like when I was in wrestling, like I'd literally like wake up, go to school, go to wrestling practice, get off wrestling practice, and then go to the, go to twenty four hour fitness and work out. And then like once I figured out like better gyms, that's when I started going to the world's gym because I knew like. But the problem with world's gym is it wasn't twenty four hours in, so I still like twenty four hour fitness back then, even though the crowd was better at world's gym. You know, well, well, arguably, you know, there are different people. So yeah um kind of coming up through this like before that i bought my first weight set before before i was a kid like i i bought like um it was a power rack with uh arm developer like easy bar on attachment uh leg curl attachment um so bodybuilding has always been a part of my, my life and so in 2006 when i when i graduated high school um that's when I got my first personal training client. That's when I started working for GNC part-time. That's when I started fighting. And that's kind of like when wrestling, that's kind of when everything kind of started coming to a head. You how, know? How, how did you get into fighting? Like who just, 
I don't really know a lot of people that just wait because you're now the second fighter that I know who like had has been like really good. So it's like, well, how do you just wake up and decide I want to get punched in the face and punch someone back? It was just easy transition, man. Like I was wrestling. so I was good at wrestling. I mean, my coach Matt Cox was was fighting at that point. It's just kind of like it was just kind of the next thing, the next yeah. the next development from being a good wrestler. Because the thing with wrestling, <clears throat> like the thing with wrestling, is it's a great sport, but you know, like as you get older, you're like, well, how am I going to turn this into money? Yeah, right. Like, like how am I going to make money and you know, fighting was kind of like, you know, you're, you're a broke college student and, you know, you, you have a scholarship, but like, you know, if you don't have a family that has money, you're, you're like, got to make money, you know? So yeah. when, then when you were an amateur, you know, you're fighting in these pack bars filled with smoke and they were paying you like a percentage of ticket sales, you know? So like, and then that was like the argument when I was, when I was wrestling for my coach is like, you, you can't, you're an NCAA athlete. You can't get paid to fight. And I always say, coach, I don't get paid to fight. I get paid to sell tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was like, what was like the nastiest place you ever fought that you were like literally fighting? You're like, God, this is awful. Whiskey tangos. Well, now I was about to say tango. that I went to so many fights there. I probably fucking saw you fighting there. Dude, bro. I mean, I remember like, I remember that place was kind of, it was kind of like a cool, like it was cool. literally like, that would be like, I don't know, like, like, like that was like a hardcore, like bar, like fighting era. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain it, man. Like yeah. they, they would have like a good audience. Um, the place was filled with smoke, like literally just filled with smoke. Um, it was, it was, I mean, honestly, like the people like that put it together, didn't do like a terrible job other than it was just like, I don't know. The smoke. Smoke. I, I fought in, I fought in, I fought in some unsanctioned events too um in oklahoma um freestyle cage fighting which actually they have some big cards i think i actually fought there when i was pro even though it doesn't go on to your record um because it's unsanctioned but some of those were kind of like like a little sketchy but there was like like you know money more money involved in some of those too yeah. like if you're like a if you're like a, a low to mid level like pro fighter and you know you kind of like want to get some money and maybe fight like some people that are that are tough um but not be on your record like that's kind of like a way uh there was a way to do it is fight some of those indian reservations which was fun yeah and because you you were on bellator right i fought on bellator my biggest fight was bobby lashley on um titan hd net um that was sold out like pay-per-view my my last so my my last so basically um, my fighting career, like, I guess, like I learned a lot from it because like, I wasn't like, I was very, I'm not going to say I wasn't disciplined. I would just say, I, I didn't really think of some of the benefits like nutrition and like my sleep was worse than man. Like I would, I would, I would, when I was fighting, I'd wake up, I'd lift weights. I go to, I go to GNC to work. I get off GNC I go to wrestling practice or fighting practice. I get off fighting practice when I was cutting to 185. I would run like five miles. I would go home. I had a girlfriend that I was like living with at the time. Like I kind of feel bad for her because she like never saw me. Stay up all night with her, and then do this like endless circle. Then on sat then on Saturday, then then on on Friday and Saturday, like I go out and party, and I, I would I would I would take uh, 
I would take Adderall to stay awake. Like it was like the most unhealthy, like, <laughs> like, like literally it was like so unhealthy. Like, like, and I'm like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I was a professional fighter. I'm like 20 some odd years old. <laughs> and I had like no idea, like, like, like what I was doing to myself. I'm like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. like, it was like just a, you know, it's like I did everything right, but I just couldn't like control myself. I, I could control myself, but I just didn't rationally like think about the cause and effect you know that it would have on myself as an athlete at all yeah 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 i gotta go to the restroom i'm so sorry i'll be right back no worries, think, no bro. worries keep rocking though john so yes. so, so 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 what what year is that then that that you uh were fighting through what i year? fought from 2006 to 2011 there you go did you ever run it run across uh rodney borden Anything? The name sounds familiar, actually. Uh, he, he was a dad on on um, our baseball team that uh, we he fought for you know a handful of years. So the entire baseball team would go and like cheer him on and shit at it. So it was always cool, like a bunch of just nine and ten year old kids just screaming, like fifteen of us screaming for one dude out there. It was cool. It was, <laughs> well, cool, was how the way it worked. One of the things that was cool with me is I went to two different high schools. So I went to Blue Springs and I went to Blue Springs South. Okay. And so when I had a local fight, like that would allow me to really draw like oh yeah i mean everybody wanted right. to go see me fight and support yeah. me and you know so that definitely like you know when i was younger definitely helped it was it was weird though because it was completely different then that like facebook had just started when i fought I bobby lashley i had like i had like two thousand friend requests after that i remember that was like oh, yeah. i had no idea I, but, I, but what's, what's funny is like like then i had no grasp around social media like i just didn't yeah. care well, well you know what I mean? we didn't really know what it could actually do yeah, you get like, no like idea longevity. What... Yeah. Well, we just talked about it. Think about what it did for for training. Oh my god! I mean, that's you know, I don't want to say that social media is the only reason why I have a business, but it, it's definitely gotten to me to the point where if social media could left now, I would still have a good client base. I would still get you know client referrals and stuff like that for my current clients. But starting it off, yeah, it would be very very difficult to to build one without it. Well, yeah, because that's where like I mean, you get a lot of your free like leads and like. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that would be well, like I it, sh it shows your body of work. Yeah, it shows your body of work. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you, you can actually brand yourself because without social media, it's hard. It's much harder to brand yourself uh, versus being able to just post and make people think fitness when they think of your name. The branding yeah. is interesting. So, like, you just brought up something. I think, like, I was talking to somebody about that. They're like, you know, like. Because you got to have your brand, like, what meets you. But, like, yeah. then, like, I think a lot of people, like, they want to specialize, like, on a certain person. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like their avatar. Like, they're, like. What's your, what's your yeah. avatar? Do you have an avatar? No, see, like, I, I mean, obviously a different, like, mentorship group, shit like that. You know, they're always yeah. push, pushing that. But I've never really had one. I guess at this point I've gotten into more of, like, middle-aged women is, like, my yeah. my kind of bread and butter with it. And that's I, I would say I would say that's your thing, like the but, soccer moms. Yeah, but yeah. At, the, at the same time, they're like, I'll take on any client, and I'll help any client from age freaking 16 up to 65. And I enjoy that diversity. It, it's more more fun get, getting to work with different, you know, people. I feel you like some – go ahead, John. You go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I feel like sometimes, like, you unintentionally create your avatar of who you want to work yeah. with because, you know, I always wanted like freaks and bodybuilders and nothing but that. And like, I, I do have some good bodybuilders. I just signed a couple of good bodybuilders as well, but I used to never want to coach women. And I don't know why I just, I never wanted, I, I don't like, you know, sometimes as a coach, you got to be kind of a dick. I just don't like being mean to women. 
Yeah. Um, they're not mean, but like stern. And it's like, but then I started reading hormone books. And then out of nowhere, I'll have people kind of, they're like, dude, I heard you're just like really good with females and you keep them healthy. And it's like, you just unintentionally do it. And now like fucking 65, 70% of my roster is all yep. bikini and wellness and <laughs> yeah, all these girls, you know what I mean? And you don't yeah. even mean it to be that way. The different business models, it's like, it's like, you know, and that's what you see in Kansas City, too. It's like you got, like, Luther Glover that deals with, like, a lot of athletes. You know, have you ever met Luther? Uh, dude, I think I met him one time a long time ago, and I don't even remember where it was. I need to introduce you. He's a complete, it's like, it's weird because there's, like, in one, one of the things with Kansas City is there's all these different realms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's like, like they like, like I've kind of dipped into like the whole fashion part too. But anyway, like going going back to like, um, with with what we we're talking about, but like Avatar, it's like, it's like I don't know, it's like I, I was um, I completely stopped doing any kind of training for like the longest time, and then finally like I had I needed the money, and some people would like hit me up and like, hey, what do I got to do to train with you? And I said this, you know, they paid me. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'm like that worked, right? And then, uh, then, then another person saw me at the gym and like, Hey, like, what do I got to do? I'm like this, and like, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm like, but like what kind of made it interesting for me is I picked up this girl named Noelle and, um, she, uh, she's the co collegiate lacrosse player. She tore her ACL like a year ago. Um, dude, she's the freak. At well, she's not, a, she's, she's a, she's a real, she's a good athlete. She's a real good athlete. She came up from like, you know, good upbringing. Like she has a good head on her shoulders. She's a hard worker. You know, she, she's been like training her legs really hard and she's honestly like done a pretty good job. But like I was talking to him, like, look, like when you go back into practice, you've been like building all this muscle and you haven't done any kind of like agility stuff. Or, yeah. Like, I'm like, you're going to just tear your ACL again unless you start yep. doing that now. You have or a hamstring up. or something. Yeah. 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 I'm like, you're going to be tough. And, and so like, to me, like, I think that kind of stuff is, like, it's fun to have somebody like that completely yeah. just, like, off, like, where you, you it makes you think about, like, because the thing with me is, like, I have, like, the football and wrestling background. I mean, wrestling I was obviously better at. I have the mixed martial arts background. Like, bodybuilding is, like, like what I love, but I just, I don't know. I guess I don't understand why people necessarily pin themselves down to one yeah. thing. I guess if I was going to pin my one down to one thing, it'd be bodybuilding. Yeah. But the problem with bodybuilders is most of them don't have any money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they're fucking I mean, high, I, and, and they're high maintenance. We're all yeah, high maintenance when it yeah, comes. To they this. want they want the most yeah. and want to pay the least. And it's like yeah. I love working with physique athletes, but it is nice that we work with also a lot of like normal people because they have the most expendable yeah, yeah. income. They're gonna stay with you the longest at the least moody, mm -hmm. uh, and they understand. But yeah, I mean, it's like like I'm good with guts. It's like, but I don't want to do guts every day, yeah. all day, yeah. every week. It's like it's nice that I can wait wake up and like one check-ins for gut one's for hormones one yeah. is for bodybuilding yeah. one is just for general weight loss one is has an eating disorder that we're working through and it's like you know it, it keeps things interesting and yeah. it expands your reach you know you you can yeah. help a lot more individuals and again have fun doing it versus getting tired yeah. of the same thing over and over again yeah i don't want to niche down I, I i like being able to work with everybody no yeah. it's fun yeah. so yeah. But yeah man well so i mean we kind of needed that so I, like segue into you know gnc you worked there part-time you know how did you eventually work up you know i'm assuming you were store manager and then you moved up even higher like how did you enjoy that process what did it teach you you know what i mean because it's going to lead into our next thing 
Yeah, so I'm I'm right now I'm fighting, I'm working at G so at first I started working there part time. As soon as I turned 18, this guy named Justin Torbert at the Blue Springs location. They used to have two, um, but the one that they had closed down off of Seven Highway, um, he had uh he had I'd been just I'd just go there and I'd just hang out. I don't know how else kind of like S2, but like that's what S2 has done a good job is they made a store where you can really go hang out, you know, yeah. created the good people. That, that's how, you know, G and C never really changed their business model and they kind of got stuck in like an old one. But when I was there, um, I'd go there and I'd hang out. Like I'd just walk around, I'd look at products. Like and then by the time I turned 18, he just hired me. He's just like, well, just work and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, I worked at GNC time, for two months and I hated it. Well, it's all about who you work for. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's like Kyle and Jeff have done a great job. Like, you know, people want to work for him. You know, Justin, he was the, he was just happened to be a good guy. It's, I think the problem with like a lot of the places that get so corporatized that it's just like there's no room for creativity. Yeah. Stick to the script and the script only. Yeah, where I feel like S2, you know, they have a lot of different people and they kind of accept that. And Yeah, and it works great. And it works great. You, you can't know, always but, have the same person because you're, you're only going to attract the same person. It's like, yeah. you know, that's why, like, one thing, you know, I love and about Body Shop is that all of our trainers are different. So they all attract different clientele, which is amazing because we're able to reach so many more people. Yeah, you got two gyms now too. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, that's crazy. Two different, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I'm working for GNC, and um, I'm good at like my first customer comes in, and I'm like, I'm like, can I? I'm like, he said he wanted to get big. I'm like, can I help him? And so like, it was like, it was like then it was like it was like Celtech, uh, Pro Performance, hundred percent way. Oh yeah, and, uh, I use Celtech in sport. Like I've just sell any guy that said they want to get big. Like that's just like like what I would sell them. <laughs> no, them. the the Luke Creekick and Gakix. You yes. have to take a hundred pills a day, and they're all pressed tablets and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I got I was good at like that's I guess GNC like it, it, I I identified like I was good at selling. It taught me how to sell um it like, originally and then like obviously i was good at it and there was a shooting in the ward parkway shopping center location that's no longer there same 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 uh shopping center that s2's in except there used to be a starbucks and someone came in there and there's a big shooting yeah. and the guy quit and they said hey john do you want to run a store and i said yeah <laughs> and so instead of the store going down in sales after the shooting it actually like went up and they're like the hell just happened right they're like but <laughs> And, uh, uh, man, that store, I completely like turned around and gutted. And then, then, uh, they offered me a senior store manager position, which they don't even have anymore, but like, it was like one of their development positions that they had before. And, uh, the guy that hired me, um, one thing I will say is like, he was, he was definitely in like development, which is really important. And so I got to grow, but like, as I, first I said no to that. Cause I was focused on fighting and I was kind of getting pulled back and forth in like both directions. And before you knew it, I was doing all the, the senior store manager stuff anyway. And, uh, so like really at the peak, like I'd lost two fights in a row. I, I lost the Lashley fight. And then my last fight was the Rochelle fight, which originally 
I won and then it got turned into a no contest. It was just, it was kind of timing. And then GNC's coming to me saying, Hey, uh, we want to give you a promotion and move you to Seattle, okay. you know? And I'm like, well, you know, that, that was like a hard choice because here I am like a, a broke kid. Like I'm starting actually, I'm not broke anymore. I'm making money, but I don't really know what, what money is. And I don't really, you know, yeah. like, like I know I like fighting. I know I like supplements, like, I'm looking at this other life, like, okay, like I start creating this image in my head. I can uh, get a nice house by the lake, you know, I can get married. Like, so I go down this rabbit hole, you know, and um, honestly, like it was great. I took the worst performing market in the company, completely turned it around. By the time I was done with the Pacific Northwest, I'd cover stores in Washington, Alaska, Oregon, awesome. California, Texas, dude, that's Missouri. huge, and it's yeah. like, and, and as a younger, as a younger person, it's hard to say no to that opportunity. Yeah. When it's like, you know, someone came and picked me up and be like, "Hey, you want to move out here? Uh, I'll pay you more money." Yeah, you know what I mean. When you have nothing holding you down, it's like, it's yeah. like travel nursing. It's like if I was a single nurse, like you couldn't yeah, keep me yeah. from travel nursing. No, yeah, yeah. yeah so sick. Yeah, so I I did that, and in 2016, I was just literally like just i'd let myself go i was completely out of shape um i was basically like just i mean dad bod like you know the woman i married like you know she definitely had like a lot of good qualities but like you don't just go out and say okay it's like i created a vision and i just did it right like yeah, yeah you know like we didn't get along you know and i ended up in a relationship that just wasn't healthy and in a spot where i'm like you know, I'm, I'm watching my friends like James Krause and Julian Marquez and all these guys like, you know, enter the UFC and create these careers. And here I am, like, I'm making, like, good money. But I'm like, well, like, what am I really doing to build my life and my yeah. legacy? Yeah. You know, so in 2016, like, I did, like, like some serious soul searching. I actually got into, like, running. Um, I run a 5K. I ran a 10K. The, the 10K I ran, that's when I started getting like really competitive. I went back to this mixed martial arts gym in Washington and I still had it in me. Um, I started lifting weights again, got like really like into like, like diet. I, I put on like 30 pounds in like two months and just like straight, like just went out of control. I was like, and then, then at one point, like I, I had, uh, October 2016 is when I was like, I was literally in the morning. I was sitting there looking in the mirror and I'm like, dude, I gotta like, like, I gotta like, I'd sat there and I reflected. I'd read Relentless. This is when I went, I was going, it was like, it took a year. Like I started running, I read Relentless like 10 times. Um, I, I started mixed martial arts training again. It was like a year of really trying to figure out what I wanted. I would watch, I mean, I watched every Jay Cutler, Rich Piana, like all the YouTube everything. Videos. Yeah. And that's kind of like where I was like, okay, like I want to, I want to actually do bodybuilding. Cause it's the thing I love. Like I, I know I can obviously do it. Um, I want to get back into like some kind of coaching um, because at this point now there's like money in it. Right. When yeah. I was going to college, there was no money in coaching. No. Like, dude, I like, I was like, like even like talking about like training rates today versus training rates in 2006. What did you charge for training in 2006? Do you know? I wasn't even, I was in high school. Yeah, I don't even know. Bro, I want to say it was like between 30 and $60 an hour. Yeah. A session. Right. Yeah. I, I, I want to say my parents, I remember one year for Christmas, got me sessions with a trainer. Uh, and it was like 
two hundred dollars for like ten sessions. Yeah, it was completely and different. That, yeah, and, and I was that, like, and that's got to be split with the gym too, right? Uh, well, this was at so the church that I went to at the time they had a free gym. Oh, okay. Um, and so we just kind of went there. Yes, but I I don't really know the thing, but I think back then you could travel a lot more as a trainer and just pay rent. Um, yeah. now it's not like that. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. Still crazy though. Well, it's, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, and that's like, I don't know. I think about like one thing I want to do. Cause man, it's hard to be like, when I, when I started this, I told myself like, you know, like I wanted to network with everybody. Right. Like I didn't want to just like, I mean, obviously like I favor like the more hardcore gyms, like body shop and flex fitness. And like, you know, like, like also the gyms, like the foundations, like very supportive mm -hmm. of me and like, Blue Springs Fitness because I grew up like, so, like there's like a lot of gyms like but it's like that's like a hard space to be in sometimes because like mm -hmm. you know like all the gyms are competitive with, with one another but I think also too they all cater to completely different people like yeah. you know what I'm saying like dude like you and like Flex and like Body Shop like dude they're both amazing gyms but they're both completely different you know yeah, what I'm we're, saying? Like, like we're very similar but we're completely different yeah, yeah, it's completely different, you know, like, so like, you know, like, like, I guess like one thing I'm thankful for is like, you know, like the people understand, like, I have good intentions. I'm like, dude, like, I want to grow a business. I want you guys to grow your business. Like, I just want to be like, you know, I want to be friends with everybody. And I don't yeah. want to have like, hopefully, like, like, I want like, I want to be able to bring people together in a way too. you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like like having a supplement company, like, that's one thing that's kind of cool is like, you're not, you can get stuck really quick if you want to. I mean, earlier on, I ran this stuff, but I, I want to be able to like bring people together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I just feel like, like, like right now, like, like fitness in Missouri is just at like such another level. Yeah. Well, I think that just goes along with uh, sometimes the fitness industry being a little toxic. It's like, if you're friends with me, you can't be friends with that person. It's like, dude, it's not, it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, I, I have clients who have come to me and do I have to work out here? No. Okay. Cause I'm just comfortable where I am. Okay. Then stay there. Like, I don't care. Like I have clients that work out at flex. I have clients that work out at chiefs fit. It, it just go where you're happy. And, but it's like, there, there are coaches uh, who are like, if you don't work out at my gym, like you are not allowed to work with me. You know, Isn't that I mean? crazy? It's, just, it, it's crazy. Um, I think it just shows a level of insecurity in a way. It's definitely insecurity. Uh, yeah. 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 But that's how the fitness scene is, man. And, and I bet you get it a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure well, I'm always like, I'm sure you hear the most shit being talked out of anyone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, well, it's hard because like I'm friends with everybody. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah. honestly, like, yeah, I have like, I guess like one thing. Okay. So I moved from Missouri to the Pacific Northwest. Um, culturally, completely different oh, right yeah. and like one thing like that i will say that the pacific northwest did is it made me be able to have conversations with even people that i completely disagree with and yeah. even if i disagree with them i'm trying to find some kind of value or understanding of why they have their thing in their head it might be completely wrong or it might be completely right but like yeah. You know, like, like the way I look at it is I'm never going to be able to like persuade somebody or enhance their life 
you know, if we're just can't even have a conversation. Yeah. I think there needs to be more people like that. Like that's yeah. like I think that's like what Joe Rogan does a great job of. He does an amazing job and, of that. Yeah. Or even yeah. uh yeah. man, I, I'm really into um um <laughs> I can't that is his face his name. The the white dude that's super smart, uh AI Ben Shapiro. Uh, no. Oh, the I Tesla can't. guy. Elon no, Musk. I, not Elon, Elon, not Elon. I'm really into Lex Friedman. Okay, uh, I, know, I don't know who that is. Uh-uh. So, dude, Lex Friedman, like, he just had, like, some insane people. He, he recently had Elon on his podcast. Oh, shit. He recently had Zuckerberger, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, the guy, yeah, on. And then he also had um, the person that, that made, uh, that created... Um, What's it called? Where you, where you like search something and it tells you all the information? Oh, like a search chat. engine like Google? No, chat, Google. chat GPT. Chat. Not yeah. chat GPT, but chat GPT. Have you guys used chat GPT? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Dude. I've dabbled on it. It's, it's crazy shit. It's it's absolutely insane. It scares what? me. I, I don't like it. It should scare Oh, you. bro. It can make yeah. your life so helpful on certain yeah. things. But the problem is it's going to make people so unauthentic. Oh yeah, it's gonna yeah. make people like the problem is like you could have it right something which which we already have that issue already. We do, we do. It's bro, only, but it, it takes like it unauthentic and it makes it like half authentic. Although you could do it better. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like kind of what yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. hard, man. I I think that's a great, and I I think you definitely are like a chameleon. I think you get along a little bit everywhere, especially you know, yeah. you're in the fitness or the uh, fashion scene now. It's like I think it's great that you can do that because not many people can. And it's like, you know, I think Marks and I feel the same way. It's like, there's no reason why we can't have completely different views, but still not get along. Like I can think of one or two people directly in my life that have been in my life for probably since I moved to Kansas city that we dude, our views aren't even close to the same, whether it be political, how we want to raise kids, but it's yeah. like, we still get along. It's okay. Well, just because someone has a different view, you don't have to hate them. If you're just leading with with you know empathy and understanding and just wanting to connect with people, then that's really all you really got to do. It's yeah. you know what it also is is, is ego. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I catch myself. Yeah. I catch myself. I mean, how many times? It's not just ego. Yeah. It's what's that word where um, you develop a? It's, it's ego, but it's um, trying to think of the word for it where you look at yourself so highly that you can't put yourself in places. You, yeah. Um, uh, godlike complex. God, was, I'm trying to think of the word for it. I actually, I, I, I started going to church more and it was one of the things that they were talking about. And it made me, um, it made me really think about like just the way I conduct myself. And I'm always mm -hmm. like, and I, dude, I make mistakes, but I'm like always like challenging myself. Like, how can I do that better? How can I have that conversation with somebody better? Like, how can I help yeah. instead of like, I don't know, like sometimes like, Oh, that person, like, you know, you just like, I don't know. And I don't look at people as inferior. I just like, I get frustrated. I used to get like frustrated. Oh, I think it's good to be uh, critical of yourself. I mean, I can't tell you how many times Sparks and I have talked and like 20 minutes later, I text him like, Hey bro, sorry that I said this this way. I definitely yeah. did not mean it that way. I just he's don't like, think that people reflect. And he's like, shut up. And I was like, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. you know what which, I mean? Which, it's like, which I definitely appreciate. You're, you're, you're being conscious of, of how you're coming across and things like that. And even if you're, it didn't come across like that, it, it's, it's not a big deal. But the word uh, I'm looking for is uh, prideful. It's easy okay. to become prideful. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like prideful is like, you know, like, 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 um, 
you know, like, like when I got like, like, I think like pride is like, like, like the root of evil, because when you become prideful, then like you close yourself down to other things like you shouldn't. And I think that's like one of the reasons that, that people like limit their success. You know what I'm saying? I I think so too. And I I think that's why questions like why are so important. I, I have a client who she has straight up told me that she doesn't really like America. You know, she doesn't like this. She is very anti-Republican, you know what I mean? Which I am very Republican. And I like to have conversations with her. And I just like, and, I, and she'll tell me something. I'm like, why? You know, and she'll tell me and I'm like, okay, well, I understand that. But have you ever thought about this? And then like, we'll go back and forth. And it's like, I think you can have those uh, conversations, but still walk away. She's been my client for years. You know and, what I mean? And, like, and it doesn't have to turn heated either. No. And, and just because she has one thought, that doesn't mean you're wrong. It doesn't mean that she's wrong. It just means no. that you just have two, you know, differing perspectives. Yeah. Guess, like, like, go ahead. Yeah. No, you no, want no, to you're good. no, you go. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. No, no I, I guess no, you, like, you were so fucking courteous. <laughs> Somebody talk. Like, I'll go, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like, you know, like, um, so you go from wrestling to fighting, right? Like you yeah. start at the top of wrestling and kind of drop down, yeah. you know, like, you know, you're the, you're the best wrestler, but now like you're in this whole fight scene and you're still a good wrestler, but you know, like it's really easy to become prideful in that. And if you're prideful, then you don't get the best training partners. Or you don't have the best experiences, right? Yeah. Well, then you go from that to being like a corporate guy, right? You got to climb back up that whole thing and build your career again. Mm-hmm. Then you move to a different state. You completely change your life, right? And then you like start all over again and build something different. Yep. And I guess like you know, like I just think of like I always am critical, and I think of things that I can think of, and I'm always. And it's not just like with fitness. It's like how can I actually be like a better person? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like how can I like. Cause you know, like your energy really affects people. You know what I'm saying? If I'm having a bad day and I walk into the gym, any gym, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to rub people the wrong way. Cause you're trying to like hold yourself to like a certain, certain standard almost, you know what I'm saying? Like, or like, you know, like, like, it's like, it's like you're in the gym, you got to train hard. Um, you know, like I'll have some conversations before I'll have some conversations after, but like, you know, like, like what Caleb was talking about, like being able to, to like, um, have your schedule plan out your time right being able to like still have conversations like with you guys like you're with me too like be able to bring on clients or get people brought into your brand or like whatever you're trying to do you know then you have like the competitors all over the place like you know it's it's very interesting like like my network like one of the things that's really grown the most from all this is my network yep. it's like mm-hmm. I have conversations with, I end up having conversations with some of these people. I'm like, like I got Jay Cutler's cell phone number yeah. and I can text Jay Cutler and he will message me right back. Hey, Marcus has Jay's phone number too. Okay. So stop trying to act like you're better than us, John. It may feel special. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but, but that's also what makes him absolutely amazing though, is that yeah. I'm sure he's given out to a lot of people as well and just really, truly just builds he actually texts people back, and it's fun. But it's crazy. Would, he sent me audio messages Phil before, Heath, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Would Phil Heath do that? Absolutely not. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, yeah, man, it's just it's just great, and, it, and I think it just grows it, and you attract better people. It's like, and your network really is your net worth, man. And it's like I've learned that, like, you know, I've 
being young in business, it's like you really, it really helps to know people just like whether it's a question or whatever it may be. And it's like, you, you get these people who are just willing to help just because like you talk to them, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's crazy what just talking to someone can do. Yeah. Yeah. Like what can completely change your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear more about your, your your supplement company and kind of getting into that industry. Sorry, bro. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is great, but uh, you know, I'm interested in it as well because I only know so much about it. And I know that you know, obviously, the listeners want to hear about that as well. But I also yep. have questions about the supplement industry as well. That I feel like it's it's such a, uh, and that's one of the, the good things about being a coach is that we can kind of be that liaison of like leading people in the right direction, so they're not just walking aimlessly or just buying random shit they've seen online uh, well a trusted company yeah so exactly. something that you can send them to that you're, you're comfortable with 100 you know I mean? yeah so 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 how'd you get into that then obviously gnc was a good starting point for you interest in bodybuilding was a good starting point but how'd you get into yep so there's been different like time periods right and you look at like the time of like the rise like you know like i would say before 2006 like you know, there was a lot of emphasis on what's the next best greatest thing. It was innovation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like right now, you know, there isn't really as much innovation. It's like, well, it's it's all marketing. You know what I'm saying? It's all yeah. marketing. But the, but the problem is um, when you're trying to make a unique product, um, y- there has to be some kind of – it makes it difficult because, okay, when people look at a pre-workout – realistically they're either buying it from someone because they think they're cool and saw them on social media or they're buying it because it has six grams of citrulline 300 milligrams of caffeine or more and uh like let's say three to four grams of beta alanine right, right. and then, like when i else- when i knew nothing i would buy a product based off how cool its label looked same because yeah. i knew nothing well but th- but then you actually have people like start taking it right and yep. you're like you know, so like, like originally when I started, yep, it was like, just like, dude, it was like really, it, it still is strong. It was the four scoop dose is one at one scoop. And when I started like sampling it and beta testing it, that's how I got the four scoop dosing system down. And honestly, like, like people like, like love that. And I think like one thing that's great about my product is like, you know, if you want to really turn it up and do four scoops, I mean, honestly, the combination, you don't get much better, you know, and the, the, the theo, so for example, you have caffeine, you have theobromine, right? Like they're both like good ingredients. Theobromine, it doesn't increase your blood pressure. Um, it's not a stressor. It actually puts you in a good mood. It's a, it's a mood elevator, you know? Um, so when you use like a 50, 50 caffeine to theobromine, you know, you're, you're, you're taking out, you know, um, part of the comorbidity factors or the factors that you know you don't want and you're replacing with something that's healthier that's still going to give you energy and make it actually better you see what i'm saying but when you're so when you have a product though that's like so one scoop 75 caffeine 75 theobromine four scoops is 300 caffeine 300 theobromine right like that's like i think that's like one thing that a lot of people don't get and why it hits them harder also to like when you start buying certain ingredients. So for example, like an ingredient I've had trouble with is cordyceps, right? Dude, cordyceps is like one of the coolest ingredients and it, it, it it's an endurance enhancer. Like it really will, if you're taking a significant amount of it, it really will enhance your endurance. The problem is the quality of cordyceps. Like, dude, like I, 
I met this guy. I met a mushroom expert <laughs> in Miami. I met a, I That's met awesome. a uh, shocker. That's shocker. Awesome. <laughs> I'm sure that was a great meeting. Yeah, bro. This dude was really a mushroom expert. Like, I'm not right. joking. Like, it, it's, it's like, like he has like fucking mushroom fields, bro. That's like, this guy Jesus. has mushroom fields. Like, he raises them. He's like, he's like, dude, mushrooms is much like cannabis. Whereas you could raise the mushroom, um, and it can grow, but that doesn't mean it's going to be as potent as one not raised the same, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got cordyceps. The problem is, like, honestly, so. I've used like five different types of cordyceps and um, the stronger the cordyceps is, the harder it is to flavor, man. Like, it's just like, like that ingredient specifically, like I totally understand why people don't use it. Mm -hmm. And like the, the, it's not, it's like, like, I guess like what, what I'm faced with right now with the cordyceps, honestly, is like, the original stuff I was using, it like wasn't that it was bad, like it, it's good, you know. It's just there's a whole nother level better, yeah. Right? Well, you put the better stuff in it, it it, it takes the flavor notch down, and people don't want to buy it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so then you're like, like that's like been like one thing. Like I've had like a a constant like I'm thinking through my head. I'm like, well, shit, like. I can just use the cheap cordyceps <laughs> that everybody likes. You know what I mean? Or I can use the better cordyceps that doesn't taste as good. You know, it's like, like, or, or, you know, it's like, okay, well, how do I make it taste right? You know what I'm and saying? It's frustrating because you're like, you know, the better ones make it a better product, but people only care about the taste. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is so, so backwards. That's, that's exactly the reason why people are so fucking unhealthy is because they prioritize what sounds the best, what tastes the best, what, is the easiest and not what's actually going to give you the best results with things. Same thing with food, same thing yeah. with anything else. You know, in, <laughs> in that, in that new book I'm reading, he actually talks about uh, something cool that I never really thought about. And it's like, everyone's like, Oh, I want to lose weight to get healthy. It's like, well, you need to get healthy to lose weight. And I'm like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. And it makes so much sense. That, that um, but how, John, how did you, how, how did you come up with your first formulation? Like, did you kind of yeah. know what you wanted? I mean, We've all used pre-workouts before. I mean, I know I have, I have my favorites. Like, actually, my new favorite is actually your stupid pump formula. I love it. Um, but, like, I know what I'm looking for in the back of the label. I know I hate proprietary blends. Mm -hmm. So one thing I love about your product, and I love watching you pitch your product, because I love how you break down every ingredient. And... Not just like, oh, it has this much normaline or this much caffeine. It's like you tell the consumer what that ingredient does. And, and I've actually learned a lot from you. Like, I don't really know a lot about normaline or theobromine. Uh, and so I like the education. Factor I haven't even heard it. of theobromine until just yeah. now. You got me one. Yeah. And have it. So like, how how did you come up with your with your formula? Well, you well, I mean, I, I came up with it over time. I mean, so. Yeah. Back in the day, man, I would just get all this stuff and I'd mix it together and just kind of like have my, but then I started like actually becoming educated on each thing. Um, and over time I just created kind of like a checklist of stuff and there for a while, like I would just drink like just everything. I just try everything. You know, I was friends with every different brand. And then like, once I got into bodybuilding again, I started like thinking like, like, okay, like, you know, like what is the ultimate pre-workout? And I started putting a list of stuff together 
Like, so for example, like creatine, creatine is not in pre-workout. Creatine is not stupid pumped. Well, creatine is kind of like, a, depending on what season you're in, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, like yeah. I want to make it so that, you know, like, like creatine is a great product. And honestly, when you mix 20 to 25 grams of creatine with stupid pumped dude, like, that's like what it will do for your, the glycerol makes the creatine absorb so much better. Nobody has yeah. five grams of glycerol. So like, Glycerol is a cell hydrator and creatine is a volumization ATP booster. When you put the two together, it's like it's really good. Um, so I wanted I wanted a formula that people could use all the time. And then I I, I started thinking, well, if I'm gonna sell something, it has to be able to fit into different eventually there will be another product called Yep Overdose. You know, I mean, I'm already like working on the label. The next thing we're going to come out with is a creatine. Um, we have plans for an amino. I'm like halfway done with the label. Clothing is like a big thing. I got a girl named Randy that's helping me design clothing right now. You'll, you'll eventually probably meet her one day. Um, it's funny. I've, I've met, I've known this girl for a year now and I've only met her twice. And I talk to her like every day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so I, I guess like I wanted to really, I wanted to, I still want to challenge the industry. It's just, it's hard to challenge the industry because um, you have to educate the consumer. Yeah. And there are so many consumers that just know the basics. And when you start going outside of the basics, it's really like, it's interesting. I guess like my life has kind of prepared me to talk to some of these people well, actually, you know that like Norvaline makes the citrulline work better. So if you're like, you know, if you want to use a lower dose, you have this in there. Or if you want to use a higher dose, yeah. you're going to be able to use more of the citrulline too. You know what I'm saying? Or if you want to take stupid, if you're like a complete like, you know, if you're like like me, <laughs> you know, you, you can do stupid pump with your creatine like 30 minutes before. And then you get to the gym and you take the yep. And then you're like, you're already just pumped out of your mind before you start lifting. I mean, you got your body fat has to be low enough, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so I was, I wanted unique formulas. I wanted um, it to be more than just formulas though too. I wanted it to be a brand. I want it like when I say get huge, you know, it's not just get huge. It's like, you know, it's what it really means is it's uh, it's push yourself as far as you can, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever your goal is, you know, if your goal is, bodybuilding it's like well let's really get focused on it push yourself as hard as you can if your goal is you know to to be a starter on the lacrosse team let's bring you in and like let's like make you ahead of everybody else going into the season so you can be in the best shape or if it's you know that that's really what that's that's a big part of it like your battle cry for strength and performance like someone said it like really well the other day someone tagged me in a post and they goes he literally created the brand off a mindset yeah. You know what I'm saying? So part of the part of the branding is is mindset because I really feel like I listen to some stuff, man, like in some other companies and just some of the stuff they put out there. And it's like not that it's bad. It's just not true. It's just not yeah. like it's mm-hmm. just not like it's just like there's like there's different methods. OK, so you're talking about keto. You know what? If you have somebody that's not interested in bodybuilding and is severely overweight and you put them on keto they're going to lose some weight. Yeah. <laughs> right. That doesn't mean like I have to be a fan of it, but like if you have a client that just, you have no other way to work with them and you can get them to do that and follow a plan, 
and execute it, it works. And that's really what, like, I guess my mission is, is like, hey, like, figure out your plan and put yourself in it and yep. make it work. And then that's like, like my first supplements, it was kind of like, well, pre-workout, it's like, okay, like, what do I, what do I always use? I always use pre-workout, right? Well, what are things, so stupid pump, it's like, well, what are the good pump formulas? Well, there's not, I mean, the pump formulas are all right, but I think stupid pump, you really can't push it much farther than that and be profitable. To be yeah. honest with you, the smelling salt, I wasn't going to roll out the smelling salt until last. And then like the smelling salt, honestly, is something that is helped build my brand more than anything else. Um, when we got the, when I got in my car accident, I, uh, no, I rolled the, I rolled the smelling salt out before that. I rolled the soup pump out. When I, when I, the smelling salt, it was a budgeting thing originally. And then I realized like, people like it and then i realized like well hey i can like sample this and use this as a realistic like tool and educate people on it mm-hmm. and now some of the people i've seen smelling smelling salt like i never thought of <laughs> dude i literally was at flex i saw this girl with a ball of smelling salt she smelled it and got on a step mill and in my head i'm like you fucking with me i'm like is this girl like i'm like i'm like is this girl that so i waited right i was like and i walked over there i go hey like you always smell your smelling salt. <laughs> He's like, dude, I just got off work. I'm tired. Like, you know, I don't really want to get on that. But as soon as I smell that, like it wakes me up and I can do my cardio. And I'm like, Hell yeah. you know, like, dude, if that works, you know what I mean? And that's, that's what you need. Like do it. It's awesome. You know? So, um, also the the P- stuff- it's, it's a branding tool for you too. Cause like, I always yeah. laugh at your videos. Like, Dude, the fucking day you were flying somewhere and you had the lady in the airplane seat next to you smell him, I was like, what is this motherfucker doing? He bought it. He did? <laughs> he bought it. That's I awesome. was like, that's the thing, though. Like, dude, I mean, I never, when I can't with smelling salt, I honestly just really expected to sell it to bodybuilders, yeah. you know. But they're just- John's at fashion parties fucking whipping smelling salts out of his <laughs> pants. And- Do they, dude, they'll, they'll, they'll buy it. I'm telling you, like, yeah. it's like, it's like, uh, well, I think some people buy it because of the novelty factor, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, to fuck up other people. So, dude, one day, so <laughs> we got those new shakers, and Brandon put the smelling salts in the bottom of it, and he was getting people all day. He's like, oh, man, these shakers kind of smell weird. And they would go to smell it and would fucking <laughs> smack him in the face. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. He hit, uh, you know, Garen, right? Yeah. Okay, so he had it closed for like a couple hours, and Garrett came in, and it hit Garen so hard, he had tears in his eyes. <laughs> Dude, well, here's we, the have thing like, about- we have like eight bottles of wake the f up, like just floating around on the gym floor, yeah, like random stations, yeah. Well, making wake the f up was interesting because, like, I mean, you can make it stronger, right? Like, if I wanted to, I could make it stronger, but I think it gets to a point where it's like unnecessary, yeah. Right? You want to smell it to where it activates fight or flight. It gives you a rush of adrenaline. It opens up your sinuses, you know, but it's not going to like hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I tried a thing of ammonia the other day. This thing cost $50. And I'm like, why the fuck would you use that? Like, I just don't get it. I'm like, I'm like, there's no point in even using this product because it's like, 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 you know, like, it's like, it's like, first of all, someone's going to sue you. Second yeah. of all, it like ruins the concept, right? Like yeah. most of them aren't that strong because it, it makes it more expensive. 
But now there's 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 one other one. I'm like, this, they're gonna get sued. Like, it, like, like it makes no sense to even like do it like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I guess Dude. like I what, smelled one. I smelled one one time, and I could smell it from my belly button. Like I just opened it and it hit me and like I don't I couldn't even get close to it. It was so strong. And it was so strong, I almost couldn't even like do my set for a second. They're putting other stuff in them now too. Like they're putting like peppers and like I'm like, what's the what's the point? Why does it need to be spicy? Yeah. I smelled this one and I thought I got sprayed in the face with mace. And I'm like, I'm like in my head, so I start thinking, I'm like, okay, I gotta make a stronger smelling salt than this. But then I'm like, that ruins the purpose. So, like, why, like, you know, I think that's the other thing in the space, too, that you see that becomes a problem is when people go, like, completely over the top. And they're, I, honestly, I think when you overstimulate, okay, so we talked about comorbidity factors, right? If, and, and honestly, like, I do drink a lot of caffeine. Well, if caffeine's a stressor, right? One thing that I think that's helped me over the years, and we talk about sleep, I mean, obviously, like, I have some things I do with it, but, like, I think also like the way you handle your stress, like if you're stressed yeah. out all day, you require more sleep. If you're like drinking one, three dimethyl alanine and you're taking Adderall and you're doing all this stuff, it completely just fries your adrenals. Right. Yeah. Well, like when I was thinking about my pre-workout, I'm like, well, what are some other ingredients that can help prevent adrenal fatigue? Right. Tyrosine. Right. Like, so I'm like tyrosine, is a good thing to put in your pre-workout because if someone takes the pre-workout that has tyrosine in it, although maybe they've taken caffeine for a long time, the tyrosine is going to help them with that adrenal fatigue. So they're going to fill the pre-workout more. You see what I'm saying? So like yeah. for me, it was more about like, how do you make a well thought out formula that's going to help people that they can use for like, what's also great about mine. You can use it for different principles, right? Like, Let's say you just like want like a healthy energy drink. I mean, there's no food coloring in it. There's not any calories in it. It's 75 grams of caffeine, 75 grams of theobromine, cuprosine A, alpha GPC, tyrosine. I mean, that's like a good like yeah. brain drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're like want to do cardio, so like there's different applications to it too. So I wanted something, okay. I wanted a brand message that. I guess what I want to do is I want to be able to penetrate the market more mm. and I want to continue to be able to penetrate the market more, but I don't want to do it. You can penetrate the market just to get sales and you can penetrate the market to make a statement, which requires, yeah. <laughs> which requires money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something I learned to do real fast. You know, like, you know, so like I'm trying, what I'm, what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm penetrating the market. I'm making a statement. I'm making people see like other things, which hopefully like opens people's minds up. Right. Like they're like, Oh, like, you know, like if they're not like, obviously like you can't coach anybody, everybody, I can't coach anybody, everybody, you can't, there's someone, but hopefully like maybe they see the brand message and they start to think of other principles. Oh yeah. Like maybe they, they questions their mindset. Like, cause the mindset, I mean, if you're coaching anybody, like that's like the first part of it, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Is getting them in the right mindset of like, Hey, you know, like you got to make better choices with your diet. It's not going to be hard. It's not gonna be easy. Yeah. It's going to be hard, you know, and then making it to where it can apply. So I guess like, you know, with my brand, 
I want to, I want to challenge people to think about what they're actually doing instead of like, you know, what's the next best thing. I want to challenge people to, you know, go to better people. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, dude, like, like you guys, like, obviously like, you know, like the better, the better trainers all get along and know each other because they have their, and also too, it's like, how do you define better trainer? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think like we were talking about different people, like, you know, I just, I want people to be able to go to the gym, get a good workout to not get sucked into just like bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I want people like, and I want to hold myself to that message too, where I'm not putting out bullshit. Yeah. Cause I've seen it. How many supplement companies have you seen just buy fake followers? Oh, dude, it's insane. Yeah, but and I, they're out and they're they're a flash in the pan or it's like they put so much money into just half-naked women with their products and people buy it.